Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the podcast where we cover all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we have a new trailer, so obviously we're here to talk about said trailer. The trailer for the Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel, just dropped this morning. And uh, I got my buddy here, super producer, sorry, Supreme Chancellor, Jake Christie. How are you, buddy? I am the Senate, et cetera, et cetera. I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, AC is, uh, you know, he's 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 a working man, you know what I mean? And we're trying to get this out quick. Yes. Um, I mean, we're working men too, but we work from home I mean, and a- I have a, a lunch is, break. AC is working on keeping He Who Remains alive in this MCU bracket. That's what Exactly. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. full-time job. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Um, but no, no. Uh, we, we talked to AC. We know he's a big fan of the trailer, but uh, we have the two of us over here. Jake, what did you think of the trailer? I mean, I think it's just like, it presented as a lot of fun um, mm-hmm. and more about uh, um, Kamala's journey to self-discovery um, than about the actual villains or the – I mean, obviously, there's a lot of conversation about the powers, but that's clearly not what's important in the trailer. Um, and I do just want to say up top, a po- I'm going to really try to make sure I don't mispronounce her name, but it is a problem that the current vice president's name is spelled the same way and pronounced differently. So I, I Kamala, I it took me like two years to say Kamala Harris right. Right. <laughs> now, no, I, I, I definitely. Uh, but no, I'll um, do my best. They, they make a point of it in the trailer itself. Yes. So like, yes, no, we definitely want to. Uh, be respectful of that and i i watched it uh, numerous times even when you just said it right now i rewatch i'm like did we get it right did we have mm-hmm. it? yeah we got yeah it, right? kamala because the kamala, way i have to remember yeah. it is that is how i taught myself not to say kamala <laughs> right, exactly um no i'm right there with you uh i i think we, we already know between the two uh three of us that you and i are really the kind of more um fan side not really invest going into the comic side of enjoying mcu and so you know, when you have properties like this, where even I think for AC, this is like pretty new territory. Uh, it really is about discovering a brand new character that's being introduced to us. And I think that's really exciting in itself. Um, the injection of youth, I think, is already like mm-hmm. just such a big thing. Uh, it's really like the only thing we've had kind of like that in a substantial way, I would say, is Peter Parker in MCU yeah. and Spider-Man. And I think it's important, too, that... Uh she looks like she's a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think that child. it is, yes. I think it's really important for when movies try to, when movies and shows try to make a character's youth a part of the story, mm-hmm. I think it's vital for them to cast people who are actually young. It's right. one of my big criticisms of the film 21 Jump Street is that the point of the movie is that Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill are supposed to like stick out because they're not actually teenagers, but it's like Dave Franco's the same age. Like, right. <laughs> they look, it doesn't look any, you know what I mean? So like in order to demonstrate like yeah, this Jonah is Jonah Hill and Dave Franco were classmates in Superbad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that just making it feel real, because I think that, that also just ups the tension because it's like you if, if when a child is trying to fight, you know, criminals, it's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean like I say that I didn't even mention like Kate Bishop who we just saw last in Hawkeye uh, but yes I'm right there with you uh, I think it's just really exciting on that front um, it, it's a thing that I keep on uh, talking about in the newer iterations of MCU properties but because this is a lived in universe I think it is always really cool to explore how it's affected the people around them Yeah, and it's actually kind of funny because like you see shows now like the boys or like other things where it tends to like really go into like, I guess what they would describe as like a very realistic view of like what vigilante justice or like superheroes would be. And I'm almost like 
take me back to some of like the more hopeful, optimistic, like enjoyment of it. And I think yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting. Also, because right in real life, what, what, what is Twitter littered with? Stans. <laughs> right. She's a stan. She's and I a think stan. That, you love and, to like, see I it. Think, and I think that like, that is a thing that at the same time, um, while the stuff in the boys is fun and probably realistic, even in the rest of the boys, I'm sure that there are stands of every, you know, member of the, mm-hmm. the boys, because that's the way it is. And I think that, um, that's, I think a very interesting way to enter in with a teenage girl character. Cause it feels very real. Mm-hmm. Um, like it doesn't feel like they're giving adult problems to a teenager. Um, like, you know, it is, a, it's most people don't stand accounts or teens. Right, exactly. Um, and yeah, so like that's definitely where we start with uh, Kamala's character. Um, she is very much an Avengers super fan. She gets teased about it, which is kind of funny to see that because uh, I know MCU is super, super popular right now, but there was a time where like comic books and comic book movies were seen as really a niche situation. And um, yeah, and then so, you know, it's it's kind of like reliving some of that, seeing that in high school where like you liking that uh, – wasn't exactly yeah. the most popular thing to do. And that's I, I also think her choosing Captain Marvel is notable because mm, it's like because Captain point. Marvel it's not quite Hawkeye like with Kate Bishop, but like right. Captain Marvel is not uh, you know obviously we I, know I that she's going to be a top tier of her shirt right now, and mm-hmm. it looks like okay, so we definitely have Captain Marvel. I want to say that's maybe like Valkyrie. And maybe even Kate Bishop. Like, I don't even know where we're sitting at this point. But I, think I, Kate, I think Captain Marvel is her number one. That's like, for mean, sure. You know, it's, but I just it's like, like how a Taylor Swift stand account might still post stuff about. Like, it has know, like the oh, full Beyonce thing going on oh, right now. So information. It's, it's great. Um, it's good um, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I think that that also is notable because that's not a high tier um, Avenger. In the same way that, like, if someone today were to come to school in an Iron Man t-shirt, that wouldn't be weird at all. No. But, like, if someone were to come dressed up as, you know, you know, uh, Squirrel Girl, that would be weird, because it's there's still, like, a level sure, of obscurity. Sure. Um, or, yeah, you know, I think just hitting yeah. the bar with his Korg shirt, I, I think that would be... Um, I, I, don't, I don't have a Korg shirt. If anyone has any recommendations of a Korg shirt, or, I mean, my birthday is May 13th, I get, I'll DM my address... <laughs> Uh, but, um, no, I, I need a cork shirt. That's one I don't have. RIP to one of the greats in the bracket. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I, so we start off with that and then obviously we hit a point where she, uh, receives powers. We don't really give, get the specifics of how exactly it happens, but she does get them and it looks to be very similar to those that we have seen, uh, Carol Danvers receive when, uh, in Captain Marvel. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, like we're not really getting given a lot of information, uh outside of just like like you said stan uh young girl who receives powers and we're gonna see what she does with it but i think in the way it's cut together uh it definitely just like has this real excitement um i think using the weekend track uh Mm -hmm. is like perfect for something like this um and even that fun i think i really like that final shot i don't know if that's like uh reminiscent of a panel from one of the comics, but it really just has that feel. The one where she's sitting on the light post as it's mm-hmm. uh, as it's um, finishing. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I think you know th- there's not a ton of detail to go into, and maybe like you know it, it's the first thing that dropped. We can like definitely talk those details mm-hmm. as we get closer to the show. But you know, really good kickoff in my opinion. Yeah, and and this is more essential to the character generally because as as I understand, she's always from here. But I think that mm-hmm. cast that placing someone whose desire is to be 
an Avenger in Jersey City is such a interest is such a perfect choice because it is at all times you see the Manhattan sky in the background, but you're across mm-hmm. the river. You know what I mean? Like it, it's right. the, it's the representation of the plight of someone who's a normal. And you're person also like in, in this universe, you're looking across to where it all started. Exactly. That yeah. like it's all it's kind of all out of reach. Um, that you're not that you feel like you're kind of there, but you don't live there, which is why I moved because you feel like you're not living in the city. Um, <laughs> but it, it it is, I think, a really. And I like the way that it's framed. And do, stuff. do you want to reveal to the people now when you make your cameo in this series? I fucking wish I made a cameo in this series. <laughs> I really am interested in seeing places that show up. Because oh, the thing about Jersey City too is that there is uh, like a couple distinct neighborhoods. And I lived in the Heights. I don't know if anyone lived in Jersey City, uh, mm-hmm. shouts to the Heights. If she, I wouldn't be surprised if she lived there. She probably doesn't live in like the very ritzy area of it. Um, so as, as I said before, if fucking Pollo Supremo or Renato's Pizza Masters, if they make a show, if they show up, man, I mean. I'm gonna have to. I might lose my my mind. Uh, uh, but I mean, I that do like that. It looks like they filmed on location, right? Uh, that in itself is really for all you listeners a teaser into how our coverage of it's going to be because we're going to mm. have an expert on the ground, uh, really running through each episode and seeing if they really nail the details. Like, I mean, I, I'm always just a proponent of placing like. There are, I think, 315 or something like that cities in the United States, which over with over a hundred thousand people. Mm-hmm. Almost every movie TV show takes place in New York, Chicago, LA, or San Francisco. If you just place it in any of those others, a hundred thousand, you know what I mean? You don't have to have it take place in a small town, but just choosing another city for things to take place in just makes me happy because a lot of people live a lot of lives. And so just the choice of having in Jersey City, as opposed to, you know, like Queens or Brooklyn, and not that those places aren't great, but we've seen plenty of stories there, uh, you know. Anyway, uh, that's my Jersey City soapbox for the day. It will come back. Oh, when that, no doubt. Um, is there anything of note that, like, from the trailer that you want to pull out of there? Like, I know. I mean, I always love when they take a pop song and or use or get it into the orchestra. It's always good, and yeah. I think it's very notable that they chose a pop song from now as opposed to as much as I love the Spider-Man Homecoming stuff, the Spider-Man stuff. Like, yeah, the songs they're playing that are songs from eighties childhoods. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, yeah, this this yeah. is. I mean, everything that is Marvel anyway is ultimately for kids as much as like it's a lot of grown adults talking and dissecting it. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. It is really nice to see uh, like an actual kid protagonist and Mm -hmm. something that like, you know, uh, I it's it's definitely the old head of me, but I'm like excited for uh, younger people like looking up to Kamala and Miss Marvel and uh, all the things that are hopefully going to come positively out of this yeah i i I'm, i think it's i'm i'm, I'm more excited for after this trailer because i mean there have been whispers and rumblings about that it that there's reshoots this that and the other um mm-hmm. i'm generally i generally don't like to read into stuff like that because plenty of movies have been made good uh from reshoots um and so like I, i've been kind of tentative about the series um and uh but but i think that if it if it, it stays about the fun and about the longing and about the being a kid and trying to discover yourself. Cause that's ultimately what it's about. I mean, superhero stuff is always, obviously always about metaphor and all that. And, I and we know using... this character is going to be so like, this is yeah. just a chapter. This is just, like yeah, I, I think that using superhero superpowers as a means of telling a story about someone who is different in a lot of ways and feels out of place in a lot of ways finding mm-hmm. herself i think is a that's just that's easy money if you can do it right and so i hope that they lean into that as opposed to anything else yeah uh totally uh and 
I, I know we didn't really go into many details of the trailer, but I think if you're looking for that, like there are plenty of Easter eggs and things that you yeah, can find. Yeah, because AC's around. not with us, and AC's I don't know any of the... Uh, yeah, I, I can't... Uh, I mean, I, I like the motif of stuff with comic book. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually to be in the series or not, but that part I'm uh. interested in because uh, it was a very cool design choice um, mm-hmm. that was reminiscent of things like Ang Lee's The Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I'm I'm personally hoping it's not mm-hmm. just like a trailer effect and it's actually something yeah. that is a part of it because that would you know be that's exactly what Kevin Feige wants to hear. By the way, when he's releasing a new thing, he wants it to be compared to Ang Lee's Hulk. You know, just like <laughs> it's how like, great hey, how we, great would it be if like we just knew Feige was like secretly just like an Ang Lee Hulk head? Like I mean, if anything, his yeah. recasting over the course of this time was just trying to recapture and like realizing, oh, I should just gone back to Eric Bana. If I would love for Angley's Hulk to show up in Multiverse of Madness, that makes me so oh, happy. And I think Eric Bana so would good. do it because, yeah. like, he's like one of my favorite things about Eric Bana is that he was like a sketch comedian in Australia who <laughs> right. happened to play like one serious role right. and like. In, and then it's like, oh, wait, this guy's super handsome. And so, like, accidentally he became a serious actor. And it's like, oh, no, this guy just wants to fuck he's around. He's like I can Chris Hemsworth so. 20 years too early or something. Yeah, you know? he, no, he's like Chris Hemsworth. If, except Chris Hemsworth, like, revealed that he was funny after he was already a movie star. He's yes. uh, he's like if, you know, Bill Hader was secretly, like, the most handsome man in the world. And then, like, was, wasn't allowed to do comedy anymore. Well, you know what it um, is? It's, it's like Kit Harington. Like, he's I mean, now rounding back into it. But he came in as, like, the very morose Jon Snow. No, but I guess what I'm saying is that, like, he was on, he had his own, like, Key and Peel like, show in Australia. For sure. Right, right, right. Which is exactly. nuts, which I just love. I just love yeah. that. Um, Shouts to Eric Bana. Um, that, Can't I mean, to see honestly, you in future projects. This is also, this is, this is what happens when he, you just, you and I are on a podcast. It's like, this I know, right? like a one minute Eric Bana digression. <laughs> Um, totally. But no, I, I'm ex- I, I think a big thing too. I'm excited about this is that I um, am excited that I don't really know any of the cast. You know, completely like it's all new actors because they, you know. Well, I think that's yeah. why it's like this dissection of the trailer is like sh- just so lacking in detail because we can't identify anyone. We just see a mm-hmm. lot of faces, and we mm-hmm. don't know who they are, who they're supposed to represent. We know obviously yeah. some are parents, some are friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, and this is definitely something I've been preaching ever since like essentially phase four like post Endgame Disney plus era comes along. I'm like, I really want to see how this show introduces all these things to me as opposed to mm-hmm. coming in and being like, Oh, that's so-and-so that's so-and-so that's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And having um, like a built-in expectation. So do we, I know, I know you and I are neither of us are experts on this, but do we want to briefly touch on the powers? How there's a, an issue where the powers are slightly are different in the portrayal of this than they are in the comics. Yeah, uh, I know we yeah, obviously we, don't want to go into it a ton because we don't know anything. But we, we, I know a little bit, but I, I don't want to talk like an expert. Yeah, well, neither of us really do, and I think that's kind of like the last thing that we can end this podcast on. Like, obviously, mm. we're really excited about this series, and um, but we also like really know, and like a good thing, obviously, that we're seeing with MCU is that there is more representation coming in, new characters coming in. Uh, but with all that coming in, it's like a very new space for us. It's not just like understanding like who these characters are, but also just like the different groups that are being represented by these characters and these new stories. And so I guess where we want to sit on, um, and we talked about it together before the pod, is just like we just really have no intention at this point to be an authority on any of this stuff. Uh, just like yeah. a lot of people, we are trying to you know, learn more and more, listen to other perspectives, listen to reactions to what's going on, positive and negative. And um, I think what we like to share with our listeners is we enc- 
encourage all of you to do the same. You know, mm-hmm. this is a really good opportunity, not just in terms of like learning new characters, but learning about like new people. And yeah. I think uh, as much as you can, um, we'll be doing the same. Uh, just seek out stuff outside of like the bubble that can be, you know, Marvel and comic book fandom and just see, you know, especially with this whole thing here, uh, like just like the positive and negative kind of reactions that could come mm-hmm. out of it. Think about yeah, it critically. And, and, and I think the thing too, is I think that while all that, all of that is true, I think that the hard part is balancing that in the fact that like, I understand that there are a lot of reasons why people are upset, understandably for the change in uh, her powers. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if when the show comes out, I end up enjoying the way that her powers are portrayed that also is not a representation saying that I disagree with. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a way that you kind of have to engage with, and and I'm not, and I'm, I think that that's kind of the difficult thing is engaging with, um, you know, I I think what we want to arrive at. And I think what we are working on for ourselves and we encourage others to, is just like have an awareness, have an awareness Mm -hmm. of everything that's kind of at play. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I I think that's kind of where we end on. We're definitely really excited about, Mm-hmm. Uh, what came out of this trailer. I think the energy is fantastic uh, coming out of it. The style, uh, hopefully a lot of it actually translates into the show itself. That would be really cool. And um, for me personally, like really the thing I'm tapping into early is just I really love the side of um, like someone who's like actually like young, like a child, like a young teenager uh, living in an MCU world and how they react to the events behind them, but also how they react to the events that are about to occur to them. So that's going to be really exciting. Uh, Jake, mm-hmm. anything for you? Yeah, I just I'm excited to see how they they play the uh, this origin because I think a thing too, which is not for nothing, is that like we actually haven't really seen the kid get superpowers origin in the mcu because we haven't had a spider-man one and so i'm yes. excited to see that because that's like that's fun like i love mm-hmm. a good kid has to hide a secret from his pa- their parents gotta slam the door it's like dad don't come in here and the dad who, thinks who that she's are, like you know like what are origins like there's doctor strange because like mm-hmm. iron man builds his own suit thor yeah. comes fully realized captain, captain america, america yeah. he has an origin story uh yeah. hulk we don't get one I, yeah, yeah i think that the, it's funny i'm glad for the sake of the movies that there are no origin stories but i personally do love mm-hmm. an origin story because i love people trying to figure out what's going on with them i love people trying to hide things so i i love all that shit and so well, again I'll, I'll repeat here like origin stories are more exciting now in these situations because they have the context of a larger universe around them yeah origin stories usually before have to introduce not only the character but the universe around them mm-hmm. and in this case it's like they are coming into a world where they're not like we already know they're not the only one. And that's really cool. Exactly. All right. I I think that that's good for me. Yeah, it's great for me. And uh, hopefully it was great for all of you. Uh, As you know, um, you can find us at MC university pod on Twitter. Definitely hit us up uh, on the Patreon. If you are a big fan of the show, that's MC uh, that's patreon.com slash MC university pod. Jake, I don't know. It's a quick one. They know where to find all of us, right? Yeah, of course. At the J. Christie, your Black Dragon roll. Vote in the bracket on the on the uh, Twitter. Yes. And uh, yeah, just uh, keep engaging with us. And uh, yeah, the Discord be been, the Discord's been hopping about the Miss Marvel trailer. With honestly, uh-huh. that's where we're getting a lot of our. At least I've been getting a lot of my perspective. So if you're interested in get, you know, it's just, it's three bucks to get on the Discord and uh, get the Patreon content. So I mean, getting in the Patreon gives you the opportunity of not just like hearing from us, but hearing from a really good community of people. Mm-hmm. So definitely get on exactly. that if you're interested. All right. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.